Hello, I'm Arthur Bletchley. In this podcast, I'm going to discuss mortgage valuations and why you, as a prospective purchaser of a domestic property, should commission your own private survey. About 66% of domestic property purchases in the UK are funded by a mortgage, and the rest are cash purchases. Until about three years ago, I was regularly doing mortgage valuations, and I'd like to briefly explain to you how they are done, what the report might look like, and to what extent you can rely on it. The mortgage valuation is done for the bank or building society so they can decide whether to lend you the money you need to purchase it with. While you may get a copy of the report, it is not primarily intended for you. The bank or building society will instruct their in-house valuer or select one from a panel of valuers they've appointed to fulfil the instruction, and you will pay their fee for doing this. You may think that their fee is excessive, or you may prefer to use your own valuer, but if you want a mortgage from XYZ, then it'll be on their terms, i.e. using their valuer. Some mortgage valuations are done as drive-bys, i.e. the surveyor may not even get out of his or her car. I have heard that if the surveyor thinks the street is unsafe, they won't even drive down it. Usually, though, the surveyor will inspect the property inside, but even when that's done, he or she will probably not inspect the roof space or drainage. The surveyor is likely to only spend about 30 to 40 minutes at the property and should make brief inspection notes, perhaps two or three pages long. You're likely to receive a two-page report, which will set out the property address, its description, its age, its tenure, i.e. whether freehold or leasehold, construction type, possibly a one-line entry for walls or roofs, whether it's non-standard construction, e.g. precast reinforced concrete, the accommodation, i.e. number of rooms, services available, if roads are made up, if a mining report is required, there's only special risks, e.g. flooding, of course the valuation, current reinstatement cost for insurance purposes, whether a retention is required, if any specialist reports are required, and it'll be signed off. The surveyor may owe you a duty of care, but if you're buying as a buy-to-let, then that duty may be restricted. If you want to know a. whether the price you have provisionally agreed to pay is reasonable, and b. whether there are any significant defects that will necessitate significant expenditure, or c. whether there are any matters that may affect a resale, then you cannot expect to fully depend on such a brief mortgage report. Thus, many purchasers commission their own surveys. The RICS, Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors, have prepared a suite of home surveys. There is the RICS Condition Report, the Home Buyer's Report, and the Building, formerly Structural Survey. While the Home Buyer's Report currently includes evaluation from next month, that will be available as an extra to all three surveys. The valuation is likely to take into account local recent sales of comparable property. When doing an RICS condition survey or home buyer report, I would expect to be at the property for about two hours or more and take extensive notes. My RICS condition report would be, say, 23 pages long, and the home buyer's report, say, 28 pages or more long. In my next podcast, I'm going to discuss the RICS condition report, the home buyer's report, and valuation in more detail. Thank you.